Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, July 26, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast slash To Free Mockingbird's Grace Aki. Speaking of To Free Mockingbird, Grace, tomorrow's the day. I mean, it's two days from when we're recording, but by the time this episode is officially out, it's tomorrow. I was about to say, wait, no, Matt, what are you talking about? I'm so scared. This is the 26th episode. So tomorrow, July 27th, is your first performance at the She NYC Festival at the Connolly Theater at 7 p.m. of To Free a Mockingbird. It'll be followed by a talkback by the great Felicia Fitzpatrick. Are you ready? Like, I know you were getting your... Your your sibling down in Georgia yeah. to help run through lines. Like, are you are you ready to get back up and talk for an hour and fifteen minutes? That was what was so funny. I like had to sit down when I was doing a run through at like forty five minutes because I went, huh? I haven't uh, done this in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, tired. this was. I'm a little. I'm tired. I tired. Like it was, you know, after I'd had like four biscuits because I was in Georgia and like several fried apple pies, and I stopped at this like peach orchard. It was a whole thing. But um, I, yeah, I just realized I was like, huh, I need to like energize myself and like Get have water. Loaded, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, do something. But I also like ran into like a tech snafu that we're gonna work through together mm. as an audience and me. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. And I also didn't realize that I am so excited because I get to open the festival. I didn't know that my show was the oh, first yeah. show of the entire thing because I was looking at the schedule and I was like, oh, I wonder who's going up like before me. And then it was like, nope, it starts on the 27th at 7 p.m. And I was like, oh, As it should be. Starting oh, stop. Off on the I'm right so foot. excited. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be it'll be really fun. It'll be special for the people that are there for opening night for sure. Like it means it a lot in. to me. So I I know. Sorry about it. But you get to close. I mean, there's an opener <laughs> and a closer. Somebody's got to come in hot. Yeah, there it is. absolutely. So the second performance will be Friday, July 29th at 8.30 p.m. I appreciate you having that one later so that I can make sure that my flight, if there's any issues, <laughs> I will get there in plenty of time <laughs> to see the show. Um, so 7 p.m. on Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. On Friday, we will have a link in the show notes to where you can purchase tickets. Trust me, folks, if you listen to this show, it would be foolish of you not to come see it if you are in New York City or you're even around New York City. You can drive in from Connecticut or Jersey. Grace is coming in from Jersey, so you might as well. Yeah. (laughs) So um, make sure that you head over to the show notes and get the link to uh, purchase tickets to see To Free a Mockingbird at the Connolly Theater this week. All right, Grace, let's get into the news. And we are going to start off with something that um, is pretty exciting because I feel like between you, me, and Ashley, we are all big Kara Young stands. Oh, and yeah. yeah, between uh, all the stuff she's done off-Broadway and then most recently earning a Tony nomination in Clyde's, we've become big fans of hers. And it was announced on Monday that the Manhattan Theater Club will be bringing Kara Young back to Broadway along with David Zayas, who is known for... Uh, a long-running arc on Dexter. They'll be joining the cast of the upcoming Broadway premiere of Cost of Living. And they announced that that show will begin performances on September 13th with an opening night of October 3rd at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. They, of course, will be joining the previously announced Greg Mosgala and Katie Sullivan, who originated the roles in that show off-Broadway. Of course, this is a Pulitzer Prize-winning play by Martina Mayoke and is directed by Obie winner Joe Bonney. This is one of those shows where like it really kicks off the fall season. Um, we've obviously had a couple shows open over the summer and into the woods and the kite runner, but like starting performances in September, opening the first week of October, like this is a great way to start the fall for a new Broadway season, Grace. Yeah, and we always look forward to MTC's programming. So I'm really curious about this one. And anytime I can see Carrie Young, I also loved David on Dexter. 
Like he oh, played really? Angel Batista. Oh my gosh. No, he's he's really excellent. Um he was a great like detective, um, kind of like sidekick to Dexter. They were, you know, a whole team, but like he's really fantastic. I would love to see him on stage. So this is this is already sounding like a really good show. I love I, I love plays, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Even if there are more than one person in them, you still love them. So uh, I'll deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll deal with it. You'll just pretend they're all one character. It's fine. In some other news that was really exciting, one of my favorite shows that I've seen probably ever while not understanding a single word of it will be returning this fall, and that is the National Yiddish Theater Folksbane's production of Fiddler on the Roof, done all in Yiddish. It was a New York Times critic, critic's pick, won multiple awards during its off-Broadway run a few years ago. It will be returning for a seven-week engagement at New World Stages beginning on November 13th and running through January 1st. Did you see this when it was off Broadway before Grace? I didn't. I I'd seen the original, like with Danny Burstein on Broadway, but yeah, when it not moved, the original, I didn't, not the original, right, right, right. No, but I'd never gotten to see the Yiddish um, interpretation of it because, like, duh, this is so cool. And um, am I crazy? Was Jackie Hoffman also in this? Production? She was. She yeah. She, Jackie yeah. Hoffman was uh, Golda. No, um, was uh, the matchmaker who is. Uh, why can't I think of the matchmaker's name? Uh, either way, she was the matchmaker. Um, <laughs> and she was great. I don't know if she'll be returning. We do I was know. like, Fruma Sarah? No. No, no, no. Different no, person. No, that was uh, Jessica Vosk. Oh, no, that was in the Burstein production, not in the Yiddish yeah, production. Yeah. Those two productions, just to be clear, have nothing to do with each other. This is a completely different production directed by Joel Grey, um, who you might have heard of, Oscar and Tony winning legend, also one of the co-stars or guest stars of the TV show The Old Man on FX and Hulu. Um, <laughs> but the, the Stephen Skybell, who played Tevya, will be returning to the role. Um, so I'm going to try to see this again. I mean, this is a show that... Yeah. Like I just never seen it in that way. And so it just sounded, I mean, seriously, it was like selling out. It was so critically acclaimed, especially like Joel Gray attached to it that like, this is just a such, it's such a good opportunity. The fact that we're getting to see it and revisit it again at new world stages is great. So we should absolutely make plans to see it. Also the, the, it's done in Yiddish, but they do have English and Russian super titles, which is very cool because obviously Russian would have been the language that these characters would have spoken. So very excited to, to see this again. And if it's anything like the first run, even though it's it's set as a seven-week return engagement, it very well could keep extending and extending and extending. And I hope it does because it's a really special production. And even though like, I mean, Fiddler is one of those shows that so many people know super well, myself included. So even though I didn't know the words, like I knew the words, you know what I mean? And and even the things that I didn't remember the English lyrics or dialogue for, like you still got it, um, whether you were looking at the super titles or not. So very excited that this is getting a second life and very much looking forward to heading up to New World Stages uh, to see it when I'm in town later this year. All right, moving on to another story that I'm a little conflicted on. I'm not going to lie about this one, Grace, because uh, it was reported that Heidi Blickenstaff will be originating the role of Mary Mm. Jane Healy in the Jagged Little Pill National Tour, a role that she kind of played in tandem with Elizabeth Stanley while she was either on maternity leave or coming back from maternity leave on Broadway. Um, The tour is going to kick off on September 6th here in Las Vegas, where I am right now at the Smith Center. I love... Heidi Blickenstaff. My love for Heidi Blickenstaff is is well known, and I love the fact that she's getting the opportunity to work and do a show and to lead a show. However, part of me is like, why is Heidi Blickenstaff not constantly on Broadway? Um, not that there's anything wrong with touring. She's touring is amazing. And busy. Yeah, but she like. I you know, kind of just want her to be on Broadway in perpetuity. Like I still think that her performance in uh, 
Something Rotten is one of the most underrated performances I've yes. seen. So good. Even just, just the song uh, um, Right Hand Man is yes. a, a, an instant classic. But I love her from title of show to... Um, to, to Little Mermaid, to Adam's Family. Freaky Friday, right? Title, right, Freaky Friday, both on stage and screen. Um, so I love the fact that Heidi is going to be working and leading a show, which is something that, you know, women of, of her age range don't often get a chance to do, especially in new musicals. So I'm happy for her for that. But like, I, you, know, you know, I mean, I'd love for her to be able to sit down and stay at home for a year rather than having to travel across the country. But, you know, happy she's working. Full agree. All right. Next up, the uh, Bedlam Theater Company, one of the most innovative off-Broadway theater companies, has announced the cast for its upcoming fall repertory shows of William Shakespeare's The The Winter's Tale and Henrik Ibsen's Hedda Gabler. Both shows will be adapted by John Rabin, Robin Bates, and it will be playing from October 5th through November 20th at the Irondale Center. Tickets are available now. But we have a link in the show notes, obviously. Both shows will be directed by Eric Tucker, while Talia Feldberg will assist direct on Winner's Tale, and Aisa Guindo will assistant direct on Hedda Gabler. The repertory cast includes Karen Alvarado, Lisa Birnbaum, Katie Hartke, Mike Labadia, Susanna Malonzi, uh, Ryan Quinn, Sean Taylor Corbett, Eric Tucker, the, the director, and Alan Zafir. I have only seen one or two shows by Bedlam, but they always do such interesting stuff, takes on classic shows that we think we know, but always infuse them with something unique and different. I actually saw their Crucible at the Connolly Theater, which I've told you before. Um, so I'm very much excited to see what these two shows look like. I've never seen a production on stage of either The Winner's Tale or Hedda Gabler. So I think this, this will be a very good opportunity to see both of them in a new and interesting way. All right, next up, heading from Off-Broadway out into Pennsylvania. Yesterday, the Bucks County Playhouse announced both creative team and cast for their upcoming production of Dames at Sea, which will run from August 12th through September 11th. The show, as it was on Broadway, will be directed and choreographed by Randy Skinner, who earned Tony nominations for that show. And it will bring back the star of that Broadway revival, Leslie Margarita. She will be joined by Daisy Wright, along with uh, by St. Cyr, Daniel Plimpton, uh, and Drew King. This is that show that really launched Bernadette Peters to be a star back in the 60s, and then it went on to a 2015 revival. Um, song and dance show kind of lampooning the Cole Porter type sailor musicals. Um, this is really fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that this is one of those shows that like a bunch of regional theaters do because it's a small cast, but it's really funny and a lot of dancing, and nobody does funny and tap dancing or dancing in general, like Leslie Margarita. So if you are in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, like this is definitely a show that you want to go see. Yeah, I mean, I had kind of like heard some whispers about her returning to the show. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited that we're finally able to talk about it. And anytime you can see this woman do anything, you got to go. 100%. All right, there was not a ton of news today. So I do want to end the show on the feel-good recommendation, other than to free a mockingbird starting... <laughs> tomorrow but tonight as we're recording in just a few hours they will have the first public performance of legally blonde at the muni i will be seeing it tonight when you hear this tuesday night i will be seeing it there i'm flying from las vegas to st louis and i will be seeing it that night they put together a very short clip of highlights um to to check out the muni did so i'll have a link to that in the show notes Uh, but as i said on yesterday's show i interviewed kyla stone the star of the show uh on this weekend theater over the weekend She just talked about what was so interesting is that the thing that she kept talking about with this show was how grounded it was and how natural 
the not only the dialogue but the character motivations really were and you don't think about that show with all of the pink and the sparkle and the and the extreme silliness you don't think of that show as being a grounded realistic portrayal uh, but she said that this cast and this company has really done a good job of like making it believable and, and making it make sense as to why Elle would do the things she does while still maintaining the fun zaniness of the show. So I'm very excited about this. The cast is obviously spectacular. So check out the, uh, the video in the show notes. And I, I think that if you were in the St. Louis area, you will be just as taken of it with, uh, as I am. And hopefully uh, I'll see you there on Tuesday night. Oh, amazing. One day, Matt, I'm going to watch that show. Okay, I'm going to listen have, to it. Look, I'm going to see it. I know we, we have to, you haven't it. even listened to it. No, I don't like to listen to uh, cast recordings unless I've seen yeah. the show, unless it's like been like a million years and then I needed I mean, to see it that way or, you know what I mean? Like, I, w- I, you know, when I was a young person, I had not seen a little night music done in my hometown. So I obviously had to listen to the cast recording. And then on my 18th birthday, I went to see Bernadette Peters. But like, I, yeah, I just hadn't listened to it. It just kind of came out at a weird time for me. I didn't have access to like listen to the cast recording. And then by then I was like, oh, I should just see the show. And then nobody was doing the show near me. And then it just the years have passed by Matt. And I just am so I, I am tied. I am tied to the film so much that I was like, when I see it, I should see it in person. <laughs> there are like hundreds of productions of this show around the country every year. And they've never been near me. It, have they never been near you or, or have you not done the work required to find out if they've been near you? I don't think I've really done the work. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm glad that you can admit that. Admittance is the first step. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. You really let me down. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, just well this week I'm kind of busy. So God bless you, Dan Tracy. Enjoy yeah. your time as, what is it, Warner? He's Warner. He is Warner. He's yes. Warner. And then Fergie, you kill it as Emmett. And then yeah. also everyone else. And Patty damn Murin. Yes, y'all are going to kill it. Yes. Dan Tracy playing Warner. Kyla told me that like in a lot of productions of this show and even in the movie, like you don't understand why Elle would be so infatuated with him because he's kind of a douche. And that's true. I mean, he's just kind of a a pompous, self-absorbed jerk. But she said Dan Tracy, who is a friend of yours, really makes him like understandable and interesting. And like you can understand why Elle would follow him other than just being rich and insanely handsome like it makes sense why she would travel across the country to go to harvard law school for him oh that makes so much sense i mean famously he is good at being a jerk like he's just a good actor but he um you know he went on for a pometer like he's he's one of those guys that can kind of do it all and so i'm really excited to see them work together and i'm sure i will see videos yeah well not the whole thing though (laughs) no not the whole thing but i know matt Yeah, Matt, I'm busy this week, but Matt is going to report back and tell us all about it. As I'm sure, I'm sure we are all um, on the pins, pins, pins and needles. Is that what it is? That's the edge of our seats. I don't know, guys. On the edge of our needles. Yes, I'm I'm out of it. I've been I've been in rehearsal. (laughs) Love you all. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt Grace, where can people find you other than the Connolly Theater? You <laughs> you can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. And I just want to say for all of you that cannot physically make it, it means so much to me that you have been tagging me, retweeting me, talking about the show. They have just released digital tickets, which we'll talk about later. Um, but I just want to say thank you again so much for your love and support for this because it is, uh, it's my baby. And um, I'm super excited for all of you to be there and not be there in person, but there in spirit. So thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Tuesday and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.